Hello, welcome to the Skip It podcast, uh, where we talk about Skippy and go over pretty much every single episode if we can. And the, this episode is episode seven, Dead or Alive, originally aired 22nd of April, 1968. Yeah, so this one is probably one of the most relevant to now that we've seen, uh, I think, guys. What do you reckon? Is yeah, it- I hadn't even noticed that until you mentioned that, but uh, yeah, it's very topical. <laughs> It basically deals with a mysterious disease uh, that runs through the park. And they do have quarantining, but, like, I have to say a lot of that is very uh, not up to today's standards (laughs) in this one. All right, so let's go over the cast. So it's pretty much got the regulars, Ed Devereaux, Tony Bonner, Ken James. They actually all make a fairly large contribution to this episode and then we've got gary pankhurst sunny and then we've got the uh guest stars which is anna steiner elk needhard uh the actress and uh so anna dr anna steiner's back in this episode so who we saw previously in the cage of koalas i Mm. believe yes and seeing her back again after the last episode where she was replaced by a just a standard random person we'll see i'm (laughs) sure coming up later and then we've got cummings uh alan light and then we've got the poacher who is pretty much that's his name in the uh episode he's not actually given any kind of name and that is des rolf and we'll, I guess we'll get to those actors when we get to them um, and we'll just get into the episode, I guess. Yeah, so we have the starting shot where it's the quarantine holding station, which we saw in a, f- a few episodes back. We saw Sonny painting it up, I think, at some point as well. Yeah. Um, after we saw it previously in another episode, so I don't know what's going on with the time wise here. And so... Matt enters this quarantine holding station, a holding, like, it looked like a dead quoll, but I think it was just sick. Yeah. um, I thought it was dead, and I actually thought when you see him walk in with that animal, the title of Dead or Alive was really emphasised right there. Was it Dead or Alive? And also the sombre music. It is, like, the saddest music I've ever heard Mm. on uh, Skippy so far. They didn't leave it up to the clarinet. They added some trumpets or brass. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it, it was, like, it was really, like, slow and everyone looked really super depressed um yeah. and i actually so, thought something different from this when i first saw it mm. i thought it looked like matt had drugged all these animals and i was like oh <laughs> this is a kinky side of matt we haven't seen <laughs> oh dear he's going cosby yeah. um anyway <laughs> so um matt comes up to this table a uh, quarantine table and it's got some lab stuff on it and it looks like a whole bunch of dead birds and sunny's there fondling the birds or has one in his hand that he puts on the table. And Matt, after sort of examining the um, quoll, does some testing, I think, and then places it in a cage. Still and then unconscious in there. It was not yeah, it doesn't look alive at all. And it's a bit confusing, uh, but it is apparently still alive. It's, what would have made uh, that scene better was if it was like that episode of The Simpsons where they're giving the shock to that little hamster and then it's, this is the hardest part of my job, when he just picks it up and flings it in the trash bin. <laughs> 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 that would have really been um, Well, case. we'll get to that later. The Because uh, the vet, I think, that comes up later definitely does that um, <laughs> at his job because yeah. he yeah. is... He's a real dick. And so the next thing that happens is Anna Steiner. She walks out of her caravan past Skippy and then walks up to Matt and Sonny. Uh, She asks Matt, can I speak with you alone? 
Mm. And then Matt motions for Sonny to leave. Actually, uh, I so- thought when I saw that scene, she says, can I speak with you alone? I didn't know if she mentioned want to speak with Sonny alone or Madeline. <laughs> yeah, I was the same. I thought that too because it's yeah. like they're both probably like equally relevant. Oh, it would have been yeah. so good if he was like, get out of here, Dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, yeah, if he gave Matt the serious like head nod motion to get the fuck out, you yeah. know. And she'd be like, who is your favourite Power Ranger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sonny goes over to Skippy. And um, she asks Matt, can I speak with you alone? And then Matt shows Anna the dead bird he's examining and explains to Matt that it's a deadly bacteria. Mm. Um, Took me a while to sort of get that because she's got a very heavy accent that I don't know a lot of the time what she's saying. And there's definitely a lot of ADR, so she had time to make it clear. What did so, you hear when she said that, like, deadly bacteria? Well, I, I don't know, because she says, Mr. Hammond, it's a deadly bacteria, and but it's all, like, very heavy German. I think also because right. she, she was trying to be very ominous because her message mm. to him is fairly grim and grave, which is half the wildlife in the park will be killed if the antidote to the infection isn't found. And mm. I think that was probably... Mm. Seeing her before that in the caravan with all those test tubes and beacons yep. there with all the colours. So you, you, I guess they set up that she's been investigating this. Yeah, she knows her yeah. shit as well. And yeah. Can I just say, this would never have happened to those animals if Matt had just agreed to let her cage them all like she wanted to in episode three. <laughs> exactly. Matt's fault. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I took a note here. Matt looks like very pinched faced. His like face is like, mm, like he scrunt sort of like really pinches it, and then looks at the dead bird. And then dramatic music, dramatic trumpets play. <laughs> um, it's like bum bum bum. And then uh, it cuts to Anne and Matt in the caravan and looking in the microscope. And then Matt sees uh the government vet arrive yeah and then yeah so we're getting to the vet and then the vet uh says that they're in real trouble and the animals are dying like flies and they had a he should and this is like first i don't know he's just the biggest dick and he says he should have known earlier matt says he reported it about a week ago and was diagnosed as food poisoning and Cumming says the symptoms were similar and no crying over spilt milk. So he's basically like, I don't know, there's so much going on there where he's basically said, yeah, I'm wrong. Just don't point it out. Massive jerk. Although to be fair, are we sure that Matt didn't report it via a stick and a scarf? Um, uh, well, you know, we don't know how Matt actually reports to the government. He could have yeah. sent Skippy off, and all this, all this stuffs in his pa- on like the messages in her pouch. Yeah. And we could have said Skippy was. Cl- I saw Skippy on the radio selling that message, and all he heard was like. He's on the radio again. Yeah, don't you understand? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, what a dick. Just like going, why didn't you tell me earlier? And I was like, I did. You said it was food poisoning. It's like, well. Yeah, not important. No one's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) He's actually like a like one of the villains of the episode. We've kind of got two villains in the episode. He, oh yeah, he is definitely a massive villain. Like he's more of a villain than the poacher. Except towards the end when the poacher gets super weird, which we'll come to. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) That that gets a little bit strange but um oh, sorry he said it's coming from one animal in the park and i don't know how they I, the science in this show i will definitely question but whatever yeah. so he doesn't know where it's coming from and they have to find the animal and destroy it but it's like more like find the animal and find the anecdote isn't it just to tame the animal 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't seem make sense to destroy it because they want to find out how to cure people. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. And why isn't it affecting people? Because this is the other thing now. It's like we'd all be freaking out if this shit was happening because it's like aren't they afraid that it's going to affect them at all? They don't seem at all, like, concerned about, like, touching these diseased, bacteria-ridden animals. I'm pretty sure we've learned, though, that you have to have sex with the animal to get it. <laughs> you know what we've learned with COVID? And yeah. Someone had to have sex with I did watch animals. that South Park episode, so, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and all those animals were definitely too small to have sex with. <laughs> yeah, I know, totally. It was like a budgie and a quoll. I know, I know. Like, you know, frustratingly, yeah. So Matt says that it could come from anywhere, which is completely, absolutely right. And um, Cumming says the animal can move extensively through the park and can move fast. And it's just sort of one of those things where it's, I don't know how he comes to this. And this sounds like a lot of theories, and I will come to this later. He's making a lot of theories and cut to Sonny and Skip running through the bush and they find dingo pups. And they're pretty adorable, I have to say. Yeah. And then some dogs come, and then some whistling in the background, and the dogs surround the dingo pups, and a man approaches the poacher, um, and he's revealed that he's blowing the whistles to the dogs to sort of... Yeah, it was like a hillbilly pied piper mm. just walking through the With bush. a sack on his shoulder. Yeah. Yes. Very creepy, weird character. Oh, yeah. He pulled out his banjo and started. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, like that sack is like Doctor Who's TARDIS. Like he can fit so many dingo pups in there. Like it basically is never ending. So they're Alsatian dogs as well. That's what Sonny says. Like because he goes back to um, Skip. They have a bit of a conversation. Yeah, they have a bit of a conversation where where Sonny just says, like, explains the whole situation to Skippy just so she, <laughs> she knows what's going on. And so she, he says that there's he's using the Alsatian dogs to round up animals and he better go and let Dad know and they run off. And then did you guys have any comments about the that whole dog poacher rounding up animals situation? Yeah, I found that unusual when there was all these dingoes and then dogs turn up. I thought uh, Sonny was in danger initially from mm. this pack of dogs turning up. So, the, yeah, they went in a very different direction to what I thought. I th- yeah, just because there were so and many dogs. It was very confusing the way they shot it to sort of show the dogs rounding up because they didn't really do any of that. They just sort of sat in front of the puppies and then the guy just walked up and put the puppies in the thing. I don't know mm. where these puppies' parents are, but bad dingo parents. You should yeah. be looking up. Hunting you babies. Would- you would think that they would have one dingo there, wait, like looking after them, like to ward off that sort of stuff. Yeah. All right. So after all of that, uh, Matt and the and Cummings are in at the quarantine station, and then Cummings is testing as uh, the chopper comes in, and then Matt goes meet to meet the helicopter as it lands, and then Mark gives. Matt, a dead um, echidna that looks Stuff. like as stiff as a ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how fast does rigor mortis kick in? I don't <laughs> no, know. He said, it was, he said it was alive half an hour ago. I'm pretty sure yeah. that animal's just like filled with uh, sawdust. But, um, it looked like it was filled with cement. It was. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I like how they're just like handing it around like a biscuit or something. It's yeah. just weird. And yeah. the feet are sort of clearly stuck out like they're, you know, supposed to be standing on a display 
play somewhere. <laughs> and then um, he yeah, folded his little arms across his chest like a dead vampire. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they say they found the uh, echidna uh, at at Morton's Rock. And then Matt asked, "Did they go to the ridge?" And says they didn't. And then they wanted to get the echidna back, you know, because it was still alive. Uh, so that's, you know, nice of them, <laughs> except they gave him a dead echidna. Matt says Morton's Rock to the vet because they're marking off the map and then says to Jerry to go check out the ridge. Uh, and Mark and Jerry head off into the helicopter. And then Cummings is holding the stuffed echidna, <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing with this? And then he re-emphasises, it's got to be an animal that covers a wide range and must be able to pin it down to one or two animals. And then cut to Sonny, and, like, they're trying to emphasise Skippy. So Skippy's left Sonny again in the bush, alone, um, wondering where the hell he is, searching for him. And then it cuts back to Cummings, uh, says, what they need to do is find more evidence, and that suggests talking to Dr. Steiner. And this is where it sort of gets a little bit like, uh, like Cummings is a total dick. He basically says she's a theorist. <laughs> that's all we need. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's, that's another th- uh, COVID reference that you made earlier. Like he's like the conspiracy theorist yes. who's got all these explanations about Mercury and 5G and all <laughs> kind of stuff. Whereas she's the actual scientist who he doesn't quite trust. Yeah, um, and he he's a vet and works for the government too. So the fact that he is just so up himself that he's like, and then the way he says theorist, he sneers it as well. Yeah. Like he goes, theorist. Yeah. But it did open up that nice opportunity for Matt to give Dr. Oh. Steiner a bit of a good rap. And this is, yeah, him. Matt yeah. talks up Steiner saying that she's worked on similar problems in Malaysia and in Africa. So it's like, yeah. she's the fucking expert. Like, go to her. Yeah. 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 And then it's so good. she walks up then yeah. and then yeah. introduces Steiner to Cummings. And he's like, you know, all awkward because he's just been like nah to her oh yeah so anna says that the that she'll basically know what the um animal is in the next 12 hours so they're all like talking about the carrier and everything and then skip hops in very unfortunate timing for her and they all look at skippy and they all like the penny drops and they're like oh it's got to be skippy and so he thinks uh, he's found the carrier straight away, Cummings. So um, it was very convenient editing because it was it was literally that moment where Cummings is like, "We need to find an animal that comes and goes very fast." And he's <laughs> not even finished the sentence when Skippy hops in yeah. uh, <laughs> the scene, and they all and, like, yeah, each also, one of them. Also, Skippy, up. like we know that Skippy understands English. When she heard that, she should have just like gotten super sluggish or fucking <laughs> leashed on the ground, fallen over, drunk. She could have just done the opposite. I did like that when they saw Skippy jump in, they did a real fast zoom into her face when the vet said, I think we've found the cat. I know, and and Skippy's like, woo, me? Yeah, Yeah, it's that. It's that exact sound. So then it cuts to, like, it pretty much immediately cuts to really sad music uh, with uh, Matt, like, cooing over Skip behind a fence in the quarantine um, section of the park. And, like, Anna approaches, and Matt's, like, going, oh, skip, skip, come on, skip. And then 
Matt and Anna talk about Skippy getting destroyed if she's the carrier, and Sonny overhears all of this. Yeah, yeah. and Matt didn't, he didn't even question it. He was no. like, oh, definitely, it's definitely Skippy. He didn't, he yeah. Was like, no, I know. And another kangaroo, there's no, can't be just one kangaroo in the whole park. And yeah. this, and the other thing is, kangaroos are generally like in mobs, like they're in a bunch of kangaroos. So, I don't know. Johnny, I just got to say, you're sounding a lot like a theorist, and that's not what we need right now. <laughs> In this podcast, <laughs> all right, we need random speculation and action, action, and a and a bullet. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, like Anna is like, she seems to be less resigned to that. She went from the villain yeah. a few episodes ago yeah. to really being a hero in this one. Well, I think she's yeah. addicted to um, tranquilizers personally now, yeah. but uh, you know yeah. that's what mellowed her out. It's good that man, the vet, the government vet, didn't see her passed out on top of a cliff because he would have lost all respect for her. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she she can't theorist. No, yeah, <laughs> these stupid theorists. Yeah. Okay, what are we up to? Uh, yeah, then goes to free Skippy from her cage. Oh uh, yeah, so that he overhears all of this, and while the vet's like packing up to leave and take Skippy away, he uh, lets Skippy out, and there's a few like sort of moments where he hops up to let him out but then he has to hop behind the tree and then he hops back out again and then he hops he lets uh, opens up the gate skippy and him run off i Uh, know he has to tell skippy not to make any noise because as we know now skippy is a bloody chatterbox um and this was a nice little plot twist where we think oh this is gonna be a runaway from home episode Mm. which is quite common in all sorts of family it, yeah, it sort of is, but then it goes a bit haywire. Yeah. And so Cummings sees that Skip is missing and calls Hammond. He asks, did you know that anything about this? Um, and then Anna's sort of like smug, you know, going, well, I don't know. And then we should also point out that when Cummings sees the open cage, there was another one of those really fast zoom-ins, as he calls out. The, <laughs> yeah. the director obviously saw that first one and was like, can we get another one of those? Because they yeah. are really effective. It, it makes you think that someone's surprised. Yeah. He then says that he can't take any chances. Oh, yeah. So this is where it gets real, like, holy shit, this escalates quickly. So he basically goes, oh, you can't take any chances, gets out his rifle straight away. Um, <laughs> and um, Matt and Anna, Anna and uh, you know, figure that it's Sonny because uh, Anna says it wasn't me. And then they were going, yeah, I think I know who it is. And yeah. Sonny uh, and Skip wondering uh, where to go. They, so it cuts to them sort of at a rock and they're sort of going, where do we go? Where do we go? They can't go back to the old rock hideout that he went to a few episodes ago because they'll go there first. I and like then that callback, though. I thought when they yes. said, like, we can't go back to the cave to hide and even Matt on the radio saying, well, actually, go we check the cave. Start, start with the cave. I thought that was quite yeah. good because when I originally saw that on that episode, I just thought, oh, they're just going to make up a new spot every ep- episode. But it actually is like a hideout it's, for it's him. It's a proper like cave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and who knows, they might have made this one before the actual cave and just referencing it. Then Sonny goes, oh, I've got an idea. And then, you know, they run off together. And then Matt radios Mark and says if they spot Sonny and Skip, you know, to radio radio in. And then Anne gives Matt the tranquilizer gun. That's right. Uh, Because, you know, obviously they don't want to fucking blow Skippy's brains out like Cummings does. And uh, and then... (laughs) Cummings says, I've already got my death stick. <laughs> We're wasting time. Let's go. Someone should have been uh, like, sorry, aren't you a vet? He obviously really him. enjoys the euthanasia part of his job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> loves it. Put down next. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he's just shooting like random 
some animals. It looks sick. <laughs> Can't you use the needle to put this in? No. <laughs> no, no, no it's not I'm just imagining now seeing Cummings just in the bush with his gun, just shooting at anything that moved. <laughs> it had a cold. It had a sniffle. <laughs> <laughs> that one was limping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being humane. <laughs> 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 and so, and like, we haven't even gotten to our actual villain yet. And so, yeah. well, yeah. So from there, we go from that scene basically to Sonny and Skippy on the run, and then we also oh, yeah. see the poacher with his hunting dogs again. Yeah. yeah so the the poacher is uh, w- walking through the bush with his uh, thing, and then I think later on, I think what we find out is that Sonny's, I think, actually seeking this guy out because he wants to make a deal with him. Anyway, <laughs> so um, Sonny and Skip take cover in the bushes and the chopper flies over and so does the um, poacher as well like so basically um mark and uh jerry come over with the helicopter and they all like quick quick, take cover and then they keep on moving um sunny's like following the poacher um eventually and the poacher sees sunny and uh, he approaches the man and Oh yeah, so the poacher tries to dodgily like hide from Sonny um behind a rock and then Sonny's like, Come out, I know you're there. He's, um, he's like, uh, Mr. Are you behind there? And the guy's still hiding, he's like, Oh come on, I know you're there. It's just yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I know. And then that's the thing, like he, he is, by a child. <laughs> he is all over this guy because then he's like, I know you're there. Yeah. Oh, and I know what you're up to. Yes. I know that you've trained the dogs mm-hmm. not to bark because you're a poacher. And that deal that you were saying that he makes then, I mean, it was trying to trick him because yeah. he's clearly smarter than this poacher. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit weird. Like, was he really wanting to give Skippy to the poacher so the, the poacher would take care of Skippy? Or was he just luring out the poacher to mm. get him in trouble? I don't know. It I don't know. I, like I, I read it as the first version. Like, I thought, you know, in Breaking Bad, when Walter White has yep. to do with the Mexican cartel, he has to do a deal with the Mexican cartel. Yes. It's yep. dangerous, he, yeah. but it's like, he has, has that, to be a necessary evil. That's the so thing. I this is a necessary evil moment. I, I think Sonny was cutting his losses, and um, he was uh, going. He was prepared to make a deal with the uh, the devil instead of, uh, you know, seeing Skip get killed. I guess, um, even though potentially as well, he's selling this poacher a very diseased kangaroo <laughs> that you know the government's after. But the anyway, devil, the devil yeah. Sonny might be a mastermind. So, like, yeah. that's the other yeah. thing. Well, I was going to say, at the very least, he knows that Skippy, being trained as a martial artist, could at least have kicked his way right. out of any sort of sticky situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we see all, sort of a little bit that later. Anyway, so so Sonny, Sonny basically says he'll give the poacher Skippy if he gets Skippy out of there, basically. And then the poacher says, yep, he'll do it. He'll he He's in the business of finding good homes for animals. So, <laughs> anyway, Sonny goes and gets Skip, and the poacher calls his dogs. Straight away, the dogs go straight up to Skippy and Sonny's like no no it's like this deal is getting worse all the time and the poach a deal with a violent criminal could go badly I know I know Uh, a man with a sack on his shoulder and a pack of wild dogs (laughs) what could go wrong and so the poacher basically grabs um, Sonny um, after this uh, for insurance because he's like you know I need to get out of this park and you basically are my ticket out yeah. I don't know why the po- people always think this. It sort of makes it worse, considering kidnapping a small child is like <laughs> 10 times worse than poaching animals. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask, though, you know, from yeah. that scene, Skippy sees the poacher throw Sonny over his shoulder. Mm. 
And I thought he was starting to talk to the dogs. I thought they were looking oh. at him then because they, because the dogs weren't attacking. He was just like, see, that would have been cool if yeah. he'd like talked to them and swore at them so badly that they just started attacking the poacher. That's what I thought, but it wasn't mm, what yeah. happened. But no, I mean, you no, you didn't. You didn't get that impression because they were. That looked like a conversation. It looked like he was rallying them up. Maybe because they're not native animals, he doesn't understand yeah. what doesn't they the actually speak. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Skippy made lots of references to the war. It's only 25 years <laughs> after the Second World War. These German now, shepherds. Alsatians are German shepherds, right? Yeah. 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 So they're not a dog to be trifled with either. Um, and there's like about seven of them or six of them. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Back. And so the dogs approach Skip um, and then it cuts to Anna testing in a caravan. And then there's a lot of heavy, like lots of cutting back and forth in this last segment of this part of the show. And then it cuts to Matt and Cummings in the bush. And then it cuts back to the dogs getting closer. And then uh, Skip hops away down the rocks. And then it cuts back to Anne. And then Anne has made a discovery in her caravan. She rushes to the radio and she starts calling for help, (laughs) randomly switching dials and like... (laughs) doing stuff and the thing is i discovered skippy is a better radio operator (laughs) than anna yeah um which is quite amazing because um we see like such a contrast because she's just like going hello hello please please you know like uh, and just getting static yeah skippy should have left some instructions or something for anna like i think so yeah well anna um needs to have skippy teacher how to use the radio and yeah. talk to those um truckers then it cuts to matt tries the radio and then because anna's fucked up the radio they can't hear anything and they're just getting static then jerry sees from the helicopter sees the alshason's dog chasing skippy across the bush and so the dogs are cornered skippy and this is a very exciting moment because the chopper's mm-hmm. overhead the dogs are coming up to skippy and barking at her and then the chopper sort of hovers down and then Skippy hops on one of the dogs and sort of like lands on its back and then hops away. But there was definitely contact between Skippy and a dog there. It was a very um, bad damn move. It was just like a yeah. kick to the face and then jump off on the other yeah, side. It, yeah, yeah, I was. Ex- yeah, exactly. It was sort of like jumping over your opponent. And yeah, I don't know whether well they. Trained. I don't know how they did that. Did they? No. That was a wide enough shot that it didn't look like anyone threw no. the dogs, which previously no. they would have done. And we'll that get to just... throwing Skippy later because that <laughs> oh, happens yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Do you reckon Skippy does her own stunts or is it like there's a stunt Skippy? <laughs> well, I don't think she has a choice. Um, <laughs> well, that's why they had eight of them, um, <laughs> just in case one of them got mauled by dogs. Um, the uh, yeah, So she hops up over and the dogs get scared away by the chopper. So the chopper hovers down and the dogs are like, yelp, 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 and running off into the bush and stuff um and it does cut to a very scared looking dog in a bush <laughs> like i yeah. was felt sorry yeah. for that dog yeah. i mean that's I the poacher's fault it. if you haven't trained your dog to deal with large choppers flying directly <laughs> at your face yeah. what are you doing yeah. i know come on okay so coming spot skip and so and and basically immediately tries to shoot her straight away and then like yeah. misses her and this is not the last time he will try to shoot at her and then like matt comes up and like lowers cummings gun and says i'll take care of it that shot well actually i'm not trying to make a pun here but i realize it sounds like it but that scene of him trying to shoot skippy <laughs> and you see the ricochet of the bullet off the rock with skippy up there you know that's another one of those ones where letting off a squib that close to the animal like you don't know what that's gonna do like scare we are on a rock too on a rock yeah to be honest they could have just shot a rifle 
they at probably a rock. <laughs> they probably did. I actually made a note. I bet they just shot at the rock and hoped that they yeah. didn't hit yeah. me. If they had a really good marksman, uh, you know, like it'd be probably easy. But yeah, very not sensible. But yeah, you know, let's hope it's just squibs. Like they're professional enough to have that set up. And Matt stops coming, and then it cuts to Anne still calling on the radio. Eventually, Mark hears what she's saying, which is. Skippy's not the carrier, and they head off to tell Matt. And Matt and coming see the chopper, which I this is sort of like the chopper would have been really close to to Skippy because the dogs were right there. But anyway, and so they're just seeing the chopper now, and they um oh that's right, Matt and coming see the chopper. Matt pulls out like a transistor radio, and he pretends it's an actual radio radio because <laughs> I don't think they had those radios back then. Don't know. Yeah, and can I also say that Sonny could have just come and told Matt about the fucking poachers when he came back and overheard about Skippy and saved all of this trouble. Yeah. And so the he pulls out the radio, but there's still too much interference, so he can't talk to Mark in the helicopter. And then Cummings says that they must have spotted the kangaroo and head off uh, in that direction. Cummings spots Skippy again and basically has the gun sights uh, on her and misses again. And then... um. Mark says that they're shooting at Skippy and to go down. Okay. And so he tries to shoot Skippy three times. And so as he gets him in the crosshairs, the chopper comes down. This is the third time and gets in the way of the shot. Mm. And so then Mark gets out of the chopper and runs up to Skippy. And this is where they throw a kangaroo at him. And he basically tumbles to the ground with Skippy. Yeah. yeah. It was clearly um, thrown. Yes. And I still I still wasn't sure at this point if Cunningham was going to take a shot or not. Still shoot at the boy. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Yeah. He was prepared to take that risk. And so uh, they head to the chopper and um, Matt goes up to the chopper and says, are you trying to kill yourselves? And then Mark explains that the carrier is not Skippy and Steiner was trying to get them on the radio, basically. And then yeah. um, Cummings says to hand over the animal and uh, they approach the chopper and Steiner says that, that, oh, yeah, the disease can only come from dogs. And Cummings basically becomes a dick again. He says, she's crazy. And then Mark basically says, or is she? And then motion to a big pack of dogs on the ridge. Yeah. They look um, like um, the uh, hyenas from The Lion King. Yeah. It was a very beautiful shot, but very yeah. ominous. Like, they were very evil. They found out the mystery. Cummings didn't just take out his gun and start shooting Start shooting him. Yeah, I know. And then Cummings, I can't believe he's like, she's crazy. She's crazy. She's insane. <laughs> It can't come from dogs. And it's like, <laughs> actually say anything. Dingoes are dogs, you dickhead, yeah. you know? Uh, anyway, Sonny and the poacher um, are struggling. So it cuts back to basically them in the bush and Sonny gets away and makes uh, makes off with the poacher's dog whistle, like or part of the dog whistle. And that struggle was awkward and weird. And then the um, poacher says, come back here, you little barman. And so the poacher chases after Sonny with the dogs following as well. And the poacher catches up with Sonny and puts him in the back of his combi. I don't know what the deal is with villains and combis in this. Uh, this is the second villain that has had a combi. So what's the deal, Volkswagen? Um, it seems to be very popular with kidnappers yeah. and poachers because they can fit lots of animals in the back. <laughs> it's just po- hard because it doesn't have power steering. There's nothing comfortable about doing a getaway in a combi. No, no. But apparently they are very handy in the bush. Like, they are very powerful. So well, uh, I think that they can't. might be 
more um, practical. You, so. Apparently, you also can't lock the back because Sonny just immediately <laughs> Sonny just keeps on trying to open the back. Yeah, that's right. He keeps on trying to close it because he's, yeah. he's put Sonny in the back of the the car and the, the combi and the poacher basically tries to call the dogs now and he can't because part of the whistle's missing. And so he calls them and they won't do it. They're just sitting um, down, they won't come, and then Cummings and Matt arrive, and then they point their gun at the poacher, and he says, "Hold it right there, Mister." Yeah. And points. I his, think um, Matt showed a lot of restraint for someone who's he, got his child in a van. He should have uh, tranked the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least, yeah. He should have at least tranquilized him. Just um, give him just, a bit of time out in the quarantine station. Yeah. Put him in a cage. Um, yeah. Just like he's, he's doing with all the animals. Uh, and then so that's sort of the fade out uh, with Matt and Cummings holding their guns on the poacher. And so it cuts to Cummings uh, looking at the quarantine animals in the cages and all the animals seem to be bright and alive and well, um, as far as I can see. And he says it doesn't take long for that serum to work. So they must have invented a serum yeah. uh, to deal with this. Um, well, Steiner was, you know, yes. she was busy trying to do that. and It would have all been Steiner. Yes, and then you know yeah. that's when he says like, "Oh well, she's a smart woman." Yeah, and so oh yeah, they and they sorry before that they say uh, they won't be seeing the dogs or the poacher in a long time um, because you know obviously he's been dealt with, um, and then Cummings reluctantly admits that they were you know lucky to have Steiner around and how clever she was, um, mm. and Anna thanks him and she says uh, she won't be a radio operator anytime soon. Um, but then Sonny, like the good little boy he is, um, says he'll teach her how to use the radio. And can I just say out of just purely like safety concerns, they should have fucking taught her how to use that radio as soon as she came. Yeah. You know, just in case of emergencies, like considering it's the only way they seem to be able to communicate with each other. Yeah. 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 Maybe they thought, oh, a woman's about as good on a radio as she is on a compass. There's no point, <laughs> no point trying. Um, that's a callback to a previous episode. I'm not uh, a massive sister for listening to this episode. I, I, think, um, I think there is something there. And so Matt says that um, they make a pretty good threesome and then fading out yeah. on a shot of Anna, Sunny, and Skip. Yeah. So that's was, the end of the episode, guys. It was a wholesome ending, but it's like, you, as a writer, you must feel pressure to come up with these kind of throwaway lines to wrap up the series. After all this drama, you're like, okay, we've got to have a bit of comedy at the end, but the comedy is always super vanilla and square. Uh, yeah. Apart from, like, I thought that just, I don't know, because no one says threesome anymore like that. So <laughs> it's sort of just weird having that saying that. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, sweet, and it has you know just uh, fades on that shot of Anna, Sunny, and but Anna's like holding on to skip, don't skip away, um, <laughs> yeah. and they're all in one shot. So um, yeah, no, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, there was a lot that happened in it. I'll say that. So mm. how many gum leaves are you going to give it, Johnny? I think I'll give it three gum leaves out of five. Okay, just sort mm. of above average. I did like it, but yeah, like. I'm waiting for the best episode ever. The one to top the um, Liarbird one for me. <laughs> yeah, so the Liarbird one has really been your favourite so far. I guess so. Well, you know that everyone's secret favourite is uh, the Long Way Home. <laughs> I can't admit it sort of out of conscience, but yeah, that is sort of the, the top of the range at the moment, especially considering it got animal welfare involved. So yeah. How about you, Ashwin? I'm going to go three and a half. 
it is an average episode, but it also tapped into bigger themes, which we were I was yep. talking about at the start. I like episodes that tap into bigger themes. So it tapped into the role of government, the attitudes of government, mm-hmm. and also a pandemic mm-hmm. response. So I thought because it went went bigger in those ways, and there was a threat on Skippy's life. So I thought there's some extra drama from that. Yep. So maybe uh, three and a half stars, three and a half gum leaves for me. Mm. And I think I'm gonna, I think I, I'm pretty sure I do this every single episode there i'm always in between both of you we make See. a pretty good threesome um <laughs> <laughs> so i think I'd, I'd probably go and i don't know how specific we can go but i guess i'd probably give it yeah maybe a 3.25 because i agree with it was easy to watch it had some drama yep. had higher themes didn't have apart from an animal getting thrown at another human being it didn't have uh, any real like cruel oh, getting yeah. shot at i suppose is another one. <laughs> yeah, but, but we know well let's just hope that's uh safe squibs yes yes um so yeah 3.25 from me um, right, shall we give everyone a I, taste of the next episode yes let's go to episode eight this one's called marine biologist i've been waiting for this one because i just like the name mm. so, so mark is unhappy when matt asks him to accompany a marine biologist but his misery turns to, to delight when he discovers the biologist is a spooky young woman oh. who he falls completely in love with immediately, wow. then finds himself having to rescue Skippy and Sonny from an out-of-control speedboat. That sounds like an awesome episode. See, yeah, cool. I, I was wondering why it, my eye was drawn to it. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's, uh, we'll, we'll see you again for the Marine Biologist, episode eight of uh, on the Skip It podcast. Uh, Thank you, uh, Lee. Thank you, Johnny and Ashwin. Thank Thanks, you, Ashwin. Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, see you guys. Skip, 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 skip,